Hey, Ife. What's up, Shannon? We should do a podcast. Ooh, let's do it. Like a Mug Podcast, where we talk about the extraness of life. Because there's always something extra going on. Ain't that right? <laughs> Girl, you got to say excro with a K. Oh, that's right. <laughs> always extra. Yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the first Like a Mug Podcast. Woo! We are so excited to be here. And we're excited for you to join in on our, in our world. Um, and today we're feeling fresh like a mug because this is a fresh show and kind of toxic like a mug. <laughs> now, Shannon, can you be both fresh and toxic like a mug? It just seems like those two don't go together. Uh, uh, I'll just say that if I exist, <laughs> then you can. Mm, oh, that's deep. I, you know, because like, listen, like I have my days when I'm like, yeah, I'm fresh, but I'm also a little bit toxic. And, um, mm. you know, we're we going to share with y'all what we mean by uh, all the way toxic. <laughs> so I know y'all are wondering who are these two toxic girls that just came over here talking to us. I promised you it's not just that. Let us explain to you who we are so that you know whose lovely voices you're listening to and you're about to be our best friends. Watch. <laughs> yes, yes. So I will go ahead and jump this thing off. Um, and my name is Ife. It's um, a lot longer than that, but we'll just stick it for it with Ife for now. Uh, last name is Okumabwa. As you can tell by my name, I am of Nigerian descent. If those of you guys who've grown up with Nigerians, whoop, whoop. Uh, my dad was actually <laughs> from Nigeria. My mother, however, was from Memphis, Tennessee. So I'm like a Southern Nigerian. I was born in Nigeria moved to Memphis when all the corruption started happening. And then I, you know, we migrated to the ATL and I've been here so long. I know that I'm an honorary peach. I have uh, attended middle school and high school and college and grad school and all of that great stuff, school, school here. Um, I went to Tri-Cities High School, the bestest performing arts high school. It's the LaGuardia of the South, pretty much. I mean, all of the greats, all of the greats uh, graduated from If anybody... So if anybody knows someone that went to Tri-Cities High School, you'll hear that literal same <laughs> sentence. <laughs> because it's true. It's true. Um, so yeah, I started off as a, a young, talented actress. And um, and I, I joined a theater company at that time. So the, the, the theater teacher at Tri-Cities was uh, a wonderful man by the name of Freddie Hendricks. And he uh, was a founder of the Freddie Hendricks Youth Ensemble of Atlanta, now called the Youth Ensemble of Atlanta. It was a, it's, well, it is still the youth, the youth, I'm sorry, the South <laughs> premier youth African-American theater company. It was like, right. that was a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is birth greats, like, you know, people for, on, that are on Broadway now and folks that are on television and SNL mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. all of that. It's real old school. It reminds you of um, New York folks, you know, like, really like uh, uh grungy like just raw like we're in a not an abandoned warehouse but we're in a school gym <laughs> it's right. hot and we're, we're sweating and we're dancing across the floor for our lives and it's real old school but because of it that type of foundation it just uh birth stars and so um mm -hmm. You know, and that's also kind of where I learned how to become a musical theater songwriter, which is what I do. I'm very passionate about it and a producer, a theater producer. And it's also where um, I just learned how to just dream and be myself and love myself and, and feel like I could do anything and and also arts administration. So and then I, I, I had the pleasure of like um, working <laughs> the pleasure working for YA for about six years. Um, and during that time when I was working for YA. That is when I met the lovely a Shannon Bird Cross Lee. <laughs> Bird Cross Lee. Actually, I wasn't Cross Lee oh, at the time. 
Um, but yeah, I was at Shannon Bird Crossley. Um, yeah, so that's how we met. And YEA is how we are connected. Um, fun fact, Freddie Hendricks was like a, um, while I was growing up, he was like an uncle to me because my parents and he um, were in the same theater uh, company, um, Jamandi Productions here in Atlanta. So that's a fun fact. So I was always around YEA growing up. And I would see if they, but I, I didn't know her. So it's just funny how we connected later on. And um, yeah, so now we get to be uh, cool like a mug with you guys. Um, so now if you told us how amazing you are, um, I know you're a little bit toxic. <laughs> I like to identify the toxic traits because I'm a child of the eighties and we just kind of like, um, let them stay within us and, uh, fester and just <laughs> right. live within us and never let the, the toxicity, you know, um, out, uh, but absolutely, I, I will say that I am a little bit, yeah, I got some toxic traits. Um, one of my toxic traits is I, I like exist in a world of like CP and African time. So CP time is like color people time and then African time. So CP time is like 30 minutes and then African time is like two hours late. <laughs> so <laughs> I just never know when I'm going to show up and I really try to fight it. But, um, but the, what the bad thing is I'm one of those people that if you call me and you're like, where are you? I'm like, I'm in the car around, around the corner, around the corner. And I'm really like, just turning on the shower. To get into the- <laughs> oh no. Terrible. I am terrible around the corner literally means another hour for me like it's it's cold word for another hour so some of y'all I'm sure um live within that space of CP time and African time so yeah man you have two things working against you um good luck um you're gonna be late to your wedding funeral everything just late just late (laughs) (laughs) but I'm good with it I made peace so yeah 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 you're, you're pretty good we work when we work together you're not too late I'm not <laughs> I'm not I really think it's like it might be things that I really don't want to do it's a whole it's a whole mind trip we don't have this podcast it's not about my um therapy session of, of why I like to you know be late yeah, and wait yeah. to the last minute so we're, we're just gonna not talk about it we're just gonna do the the 1980s thing and just I'm just gonna hold it in and not talk about absolutely it. like it's another 80s- toxic trait Right. That's another toxic trait is that I was born in the eighties. Um, yeah, like the eighties, it was such like, I guess, cause it was a booming time Yeah, and there was like money and people having sex and AIDS came out, but we're going to brush it under the rug. Um, we are the children of that. Right. Oh, what does that say about us? It's okay. Great. Um, so, um, everyone, you know, about if they now you need to know about me, I am Shannon bird, um, uh, Shannon bird Crossley, and I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. And, um, I've been involved in theater my whole life. As I said earlier, my parents were, uh, professional actors while I was growing up now they, um, well, yeah. So that's been my life. I grew up saying, I want to be, a the, I don't want to do theater because I want to make money. So I um, majored in psychology and uh, now I'm a performer. So go fig, um, go figure. I write sketch comedy and I am a performer. I'm leaning more towards comedy, kind of dipping my toe in um, stand-up comedy and things like that. So um, it's fun. Also, I am a teacher um, mom of two, wife of one. So, uh, I, all that to say I'm stressed. So, um, <laughs> if anyone is a nanny that would want to do it for free and you're not crazy, call me. <laughs> so, um, now toxic trait, my toxic trait is that, you know, I say I'm a teacher and all this stuff and I should be more, um, particular about my time and what I do, but, I tend to get lazy and so lazy that when I text, I don't use my, I'm too lazy to use my thumbs because I use speech to text. Like I will speech text you a whole paragraph. But then the lame thing is that I always have to go back and like correct, like at least half. And then even then I don't correct the whole thing. And then I have to go back and do it. It's just, I I don't know what it is. I don't know what's wrong with me, but it's hard for me to um, not speech to text. It, it's hard like a whole argument like I'm like well you should have known that I was at rewind like delete 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 at the place I'm just like you have Shannon just text 
So, um, you know, a little bit toxic, but I'm working through that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, I, I just started recently doing that. The, the was it? The, the text, talk to text. And um, mm-hmm. it just never works for me. It always, I don't know if it's my my southern accent or something like that I don't know but it never recognizes the word so it yes it's a it's like more work I'm like Mm -hmm. oh I should have just gone ahead and text this you know in the first place so so the answer is yes it's your accent it's your black scent um well you know what I'm not gonna say black I'm not gonna say black scent it's it's your accent because um a friend of ours Ty who used to be in YEA with us um Gave me the cheat code about those. She was saying, if you speak like a valley girl, then it will really recognize everything you say. And I tried it and I am never wrong when I speak into it like this. Even when I use colloquialisms like, bitch, you tripping, it really, it gets the whole thing. Even if, even if I say tripping, it'll understand that. But like, if you think about where it comes from, you know, Apple is in what, like the Bay Area or San Francisco or whatever. So the people out there, like that's the voices. So this wow. is how we talk. Yeah. So that's how you get Siri to always understand you. Wow. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I will definitely try that. What about the, um, that's so interesting. You said Valley Girl, but people mm-hmm. think of like the Kardashian sound now. Like that is literally that sound. Oh. Oh my gosh would you guys listen to this podcast if we talk like this the whole time I, I sound rich I feel rich all of a sudden like all of a sudden my butt just grew like I just feel rich maybe I need to talk like that and manifest what goes yes, along with that voice <laughs> you yes. know uh what Siri and Alexa will not do um they will not say the n-word um, and I know this because mm. I've tried it. I've tried it. Um, I've tried to <laughs> say it with a, you know, a friendly term of endearment, um, light, was it A-H in word? Mm-hmm. And I've, I've used the hard E-R in word. And she will be like, I'll say, you know, Alexa, what does in word mean in the dictionary? And she'll be <laughs> like, I'm not understanding what you're uh- saying. <laughs> I'm like, you, you better not understand. understand. No, it's like, you know what? She better not understand because we all know Alexa and Siri are both white women. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they cannot understand. Like, that's right. You better not know. You better not right. know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh. I'm like, Alexa, N-word, please. I know you know what I'm talking about. Please. N is a letter of the alphabet. Right. Word is a letter. Okay, yeah, okay. no. She's like, you're not messing me up. <laughs> yeah. Right. No lawsuits for <laughs> Google or Apple. So absolutely, absolutely. Good, good. You won. You passed the test. Google and Apple, you passed the test. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So now that you all know about who we are, where we be, all this good stuff, you know, the background, we're family now. We cousins, we cousin like a mug. Um, and guess what? That means you are one of the cool kids. Hooray. Um, wait, okay. I didn't mean cool kids. I meant you're one of the other cool kids. Now, trust me, you'll want to be one of the other cool kids when we explain to you what that is. Like if they and I are both the other cool kids, right? Yes. Yes, mm-hmm, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like I would definitely say um, everybody knew who I was in mm-hmm. um, high school, but was I invited to all of the coolest parties? No, but <laughs> after high school, I mm-hmm. would say a lot of the cool guys hit me up like, hey, you know, I was always digging you. I always thought you were really like powerful and like, you know, I thought you were deep like Lauren Hill. I was like, really? <laughs> That made me a cool, an mm-hmm. other cool kid. And other cool you know kids. They were like, they were like checking me out of class. I did not know. I did not know. But it yeah. happened. A couple of guys hit me up afterwards, you know. That latent attraction is like, are you really serious? Are you freaking kidding me right now? Like that, I mean, like, yes, it's cool being the other cool kid, but like that telling me later stuff, like, just so you know, I really had a shrine to you in my room, just like. <laughs> It was in Hey Arnold. <laughs> like, what? You loved me? I was really in love with you every day. I hope that you came to me. I'm like, no, I reject that. 
I reject it because now it doesn't matter. We're both adults. If we both show up to Pizza Hut together, it'll be like, oh, what's up? Hey, it finally happened. No, it doesn't count. But that's what happens to the other cool kids, right? It does, the other yeah. cool kids, um, let's say you're at a party and you see somebody like jamming in the like in the middle of the floor and it's like, oh, go, go. They're doing the worm. Ah, ah, they dabbing. They're doing all these cool moves and everyone's circled around this person, there's somebody that's like right next to them, like, kill it, kill it. They may even be telling them, do the next step, do the next step. That's the other cool kid. Oh, wow. <laughs> I would say um, uh, the other cool kid, that same party, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's dancing, everybody's drinking, having a good time. But what what's that you hear outside? Oh my goodness, there's some like guys forming a cypher and all of a sudden there's a rap battle and you're like, what? Yeah. I didn't know Dwayne was a battle rapper. That would be considered another cool kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, they're ciphering um, outside. They're not really in the inside, but they're still, you know, they're creating a whole nother situation on the outside. They're creating and they all wear like army fatigue, but it's cool because they, they all put paint on it. So, right. <laughs> and to be more specific, guys, the other cool kids are the artsy kids, yes. the fashionable kids, the culture creators. And, you know, while they're not always understood at first, um, they are understood later, which I have a I feel a way about that <laughs> because, you know, the whole, man, I thought you were cool. You should have told me while it mattered while I was in high right. school. But the other cool kids are we, uh, we, I'll say we create the cultures and do all of the um, good things. Um, now, if they, I'm sorry, I need to bring you to task because the other cool kids do not get, do not normally get privileges of the cool kids. Um, I have reason to believe that you were on the homecoming court. I was, but Shannon, mm -mm -mm. because of my othering, I did not win said homecoming court. Um, it's real. It's really still, even though I'm way past high school, it's still a very sore subject when I talk about it <laughs> because I am highly competitive. And I'm sorry, um, I'm sorry to bring that up for you. And thank you. Yeah, it's it's probably one of my toxic traits of why are you still holding on to like high school trauma? But I I was like first runner up, um, homecoming oh. queen. Oh, that's um, so close. It's very I close. understand. I, really, I understand. I really thought, yeah, I really thought that they were going to call my name. I just, I put me in all of the, so here's the thing. I struck with one of my good friends, Julian, I'll say he was the leader <laughs> of my, um, my homecoming. What is it? Uh, my uh, campaign campaign. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All of the other cool kids band together to get behind me, an other okay. cool kid. And we were all of the artists, they was like, they were like drawing like uh what's this thing called? Like um when you walked into the cafeteria, there was this huge, like one of the artists a banner? Was, like a banner of me with my like my Zulu knot to my hand stretched out. They were like it was stuff all over the school of drawings, like with my face on Missy's body, like I'm you know, vote for <laughs> FA, she's super duper fly. It was a head, my head was on Aaliyah's body, like um, you know, she's one in a million. I was on oh, uh, wow the uh will smith's body for uh men in black you know i make this look cool what's the difference between me and you i mean the oh. other cool kids came together <laughs> and we cool kid that shit to where it parlayed a other cool kid all the way up to cool kid status mm -hmm. but um the cool kids were not they weren't going for that shit so <laughs> they were like okay wait a minute and wait <laughs> wait wait it is <laughs> because yeah, you, you know, know we're like, from atlanta <laughs> They're, They're like, like real cool kids. Wait. <laughs> All that drawing is not cool. You need to just walk around and pass out lollipops. Right. So uh, they, you know, they had spent their whole professional high school careers being cool. And I just was like mm -hmm. othering it. And so it's okay. I, I uh, tip my hat. But yeah. Um, because yeah. of all of my theater stuff, I, I got, I won some superlatives and most unique and all that jazz. So, you know, I almost, it was almost like, uh, Bezos almost making it to space, but just kind of mm -hmm. hitting that, that realm of, you know, what is it mm -hmm. called? You know, like right before the hemisphere. Oh, the atmosphere. The or atmosphere. One of those. I just made it right there, you know, <laughs> but then we had to come on, had to come on back down. So fell down to <laughs> earth, get back you other cool kid. But if you think about it, we grew up in the 90s um yeah. 
90s, 2000s. And I mean, like judging from everything we watched, you should have won. Like it should have been like, this is your chance. Like where you yes, take off your glasses is- and look gorgeous. <laughs> right. Shake, take, unravel my Zulu knots and like shake out my like, you know, Lauren Hill long locks and stuff. Yeah. They were, they yeah, were faux, but- faux Zulu locks. Yeah. But it's, this definitely oh, was not us. Nice. Was not a um eighties film. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, rest in peace to those. <laughs> if only life could be that way. Like, like, man, she's so ugly. Do you want to date that girl? Just look at her, and she's actually pretty with glasses. Then she takes it off, and she takes off the glasses one day. Like, hold on, I'm not ready yet. My glasses fell off, and she looks <laughs> up, and she's Kim Kardashian, and goes like, right. I'm in love with you. That's what that's what I imagined high school would be like. I thought I yeah. would drop a book, and a guy helps me pick it up at the same time. You're right. Like, oh, hi, thanks. Um, <laughs> and anyway, that never happened. But well, um, actually, like, I think that probably happened to me, but because it was real night life, I like nerded out. I was like, <laughs> thank you. He was like, oh, okay. And like walks away. All right, bye. And then 20 years later, you know, I had a crush on you. You know, I really <laughs> like, damn you. <laughs> the rules of engagement. I couldn't relate to another cool kid right. as the football team leader. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. you want to date me now that I have a pot belly? Um, okay. So if they, we're going to play a game, we are creating our own school cool. where we are sure the cool kids are like Beyonce and JC. They're the homecoming king and queen, but Thank we want to know who are the other cool kids. Who are the people in your other cool kid, um, your celebrity, other cool kids at our famous people school. I would say the other cool kid, the first person that pops in my mind, I don't know why, would be a Lakeith Stanfield. I feel like he would Mm -hmm. definitely be a part of that other cool kid crew who's like artsy and like mysterious. Mm -hmm. He's cute. So all the girls are like, oh, I like kind of like him. He's like always doodling in his little, you know, uh, notebook (laughs) or something he carries around and probably writes poetry and raps and stuff to for Mm -hmm. whoever about his (laughs) troubled life. (laughs) And you're just kind of hoping that maybe he's got a rap or a song or a doodle for you yeah. or something. But yeah, I feel definitely for sure Lakeith Stanfield will be an other cool kid. And then I also want to throw in there Janelle Monae. I feel like she not, you know, Janelle Monae probably before suit wearing Janelle Monae. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, during that time, I don't know what she probably wore in high school, but I I could see her being like that kind of awkwardy girl who's like I'm really talented I'm I'm really talented you know right and <laughs> she's like in theater. Then she shines then she yeah, finally she's... shines at the um at the uh pep rally right she's like oh see everybody's like oh my god she is talented yeah. <laughs> and she has a crush on Beyonce which is the the uh home <laughs> queen. right and it becomes all really awkward so mm-hmm. um but yeah those two I would definitely say the other cool kids yeah, I would say definitely the king of the cool kids would be Andre 3000. Yes. Like would his be. amount of talent and like, I don't give a fuckness is just like epitome of cool kid. And um, <laughs> who else? So kind of the whole dungeon family. Yeah. I think like definitely see looking like, hey, everybody, let's go outside and wrap in a circle. And then, like, he will sing, like, like, just like extra talent, culture creators, wearing like turbans to school, the grandma turban, old school, shout out to old school Andre 3000, and like the fuzzy clothes or whatever. Um, So those would be our cool kids. Um, Who else? um, I would say maybe, I'm trying to think of like comedians, like people who say witty really witty and funny stuff um I don't know whether you like them or not and it was very controversial but I feel like Dave Dave Chappelle probably would have been one of those kids that you probably couldn't really join on like folks mm-hmm. folks like you know messed around and found out like oh like oh you know yeah. like tried to join on him because he probably looked real skinny and stuff and looks and sounds hilarious like hey I'm like oh weird ass boy right <laughs> yeah <laughs> right and then you join on him and he like lights into you everybody's like oh shit. You know? Ooh, right let's get that boy mm-hmm. <laughs> right like you got jokes man okay okay 
and they like stop yeah stop he probably would have right he probably would have been inducted into the cool kid um realm reached that right. stratosphere mm-hmm. um i think um <laughs> um what the comedian geez the comedian that got slapped would be another chris I rock just thinking about him chris rock i can um, see that i can see his awkward looking like i'm making face. all these but y'all can't do shit <laughs> anybody's <laughs> like yeah chris rock i'm the valedictorian um <laughs> <laughs> and because he's like you know he came out and said that he has he's somewhere on the spectrum of autistic or really is it oh, i think i do remember that yeah oh, really? so he doesn't recognize social cues really well he said it in one of his comedy specials so mm-hmm. i think I that's like probably that. one of the reasons why he kind of waited until will smith got super close on him to i don't think he even knew it was gonna be a slap until he got slapped he was like oh i got slapped so i think um <laughs> <laughs> definitely he would have been those kids if it was an 80 movies that got stuffed in a locker and stuff i just feel like he would have mm-hmm. been bullied for just saying some super funny witty but like um insulting type of stuff <laughs> to get yeah you, yeah to get definitely. you like in fights yeah i feel like i just yeah. see fight, fight all over his feet yeah like getting beat up every day and i think but ironically like will smith would be the cool kid but his children would. would be the other cool kids oh yeah but those I, random acts like father I, i'm going to like why what country what okay so jaden smith from space <laughs> no his they don't even be other cookies they would just be like, aliens from space. they would create they would be actually you know yeah they would not be other cool kids they would be kind of in the nerdy crew but you don't mess with them like i think they would create their own language like Kiko, pop, beep, boop, pop, beep, beep, beep. you're like what are they doing it's our own language get out of here beep, pop, beep, 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 beep. they just like cool fine right fine (laughs) i feel like they would be like the rich rich cousins of somebody that came to like uh spend some time in what a a public black school is like for like they just moved there from europe (laughs) (laughs) in deutschland we say (laughs) like why does the water taste so bad in here um you think maybe i could just i'll just bring everybody some fresh water from my well in my backyard tomorrow fresh springs <laughs> we have a water the teacher's in our like backyard <laughs> then they're like that's not sanitary but i drink from it every day and i'm okay then the teacher's like you can't do that son well yeah fun little <laughs> rich. it must be in great. the water <laughs> right <laughs> right i mean right. i can't grow eyebrows but um <laughs> can't grow eyebrows <laughs> right but but he's another right he's (laughs) he's another one of those little nerds that would like like really surprise everybody at the pep rally like where is icon living but i'm gonna buy a lot living everybody's like oh my god that little weird larry yes (laughs) (laughs) rapping his ass off (laughs) what is icon living But that's the thing. Right. Like cool kids always let you know that you're still weird. Like, man, that weird ass boy, good man. Man, you weird ass, <laughs> be good. It's like, can't you just say I'm cool? Right. Ooh, I forget <laughs> what we were talking about yesterday. We we're talking about um with a, a fellow person that I went to high school with, and we we're talking about a particular individual that was just a part of our crew and was just 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 dance a beat was it a beat of his own <laughs> of his own drum or something like that and uh I don't know it, I, I don't know if this is this, but anyway in African-American schools we 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 usually kind of love and do love on folks that are a little different and we and we check in on where mm-hmm. I'm like you, you okay mm-hmm. man you good you good you know mm-hmm. and that way the small check-ins kind of help from people coming back and like you know I don't know. Shooting up the school. Shooting up yeah. the school. <laughs> That's one thing. Black yeah, folk like with your brothers and your sisters, you know. Yeah. Like We've we always knew. Yeah. And like that's one thing we know. Like, I think as black people, like you know who you can joan on or who like, no, you need to chill because he'll he'll kick your ass. Like, yeah, he gonna- <laughs> he's crazy. I mean, he's he gonna, won't he's say crazy, he just a little touch. Right. It's like he touch, he little touch. Like, man, y'all don't be laughing at that boy. You might wake up like that one day. For real. 
That's the thing. It's always like you might wear good like that. That like, is yeah, so you interesting. Right, you right. Yeah, it's that, interesting, uh, right? That intuition that we just naturally have, like, yeah, yeah. yeah we ain't gonna mess with that person right there, man. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. That's good. Mm-hmm. In the words of um, oh, I get the not Jaden, the sister. <laughs> Willow. Yes. Willow. Yes. Yes. Mm. Right. Mm, yes. <laughs> I feel rich again speaking just like her. Yes. <laughs> so, okay. So now we're here. We know, you know, if they, you know me, you know who the cool kids are. You're one of the cool kids just by being here with us. Um, do y'all know what like a mug means? Good like one. we're from Atlanta, so we just if you use the phrase like a mug. No, no, did you say like a mug? No, you said yeah, Jonah yeah. on somebody. Yeah. So we just like we we say it. So a mug, like a mug, it's it derives from the phrase like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's just a modifier. It's something that black people use, usually old men like crazy like a motherfucker. But of course kids are not allowed to say motherfucker so we say mug and the interesting thing is a mug can be a lot of different things so a mug can be um a noun a noun because you could say that mug is crazy um it can be an adjective she crazy like a mug this podcast is dope like a mug um it can be a uh, you can use it very many times in one sentence. So you say that mug will run it like a mug. See, you just used it twice and you just, it just meant two different things. Man, I feel so enlightened right now. You're definitely yeah. a teacher. Have you won teacher? I, I am yet? a teacher. Um, not yet. Um, well, I work at a are. newfangled, ah. I work at a newfangled school <laughs> where we don't have favorites. It's very a school like where we all work together. There's no best or no worse. It's one of those schools. <laughs> oh but um hippie like a mug it's literally a school that's hippie and granola like a mug um so no but uh, I am a teacher I will be teaching my children the entomology of um like a mug they're all first graders but they'll understand like a mug etymology (laughs) etymology etymology probably that not in etymology we smart (laughs) smart like a mug you know what people don't uh I don't think I have a southern accent until I go somewhere to mm. New York when I go far up north then it's like mm-hmm. they're like oh my gosh you're so cute like uh your little southern accent I'm like really what right because down here they's like you proper <laughs> do you remember that girl with the y'all y'all yeah. talk proper why y'all talk proper like uh, I can I don't know right but um I know that I have a southern accent when I you know I use speech to text um Siri always thinks that I said something else so like when I say y'all it spells it y-a-w-l like y'all will I'm like y'all oh I guess I do sound like I'm saying that so there's other words and I'm like oh I should have spoken like a valley girl because it does not it, it just does not compute Siri's like girl I don't know what you're saying mm-hmm. <laughs> So yeah. Siri needs all right. AI, AI to help her out. <laughs> she you know what? I think that there should be a southern version of Siri that can pick up more um accents, man. At least some so. black sense. Come on. Right. I mean, right, not right. saying all black people talk like us, but you know, black people talk like us. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> We have come to a segment of our show called Cool Like a Mug, Lame Like a Mug, where Ife and I talk about the week about what was cool like a mug and what was lame like a mug. What you got, Ife? Cool Like a Mug. Um, since, you know, we're in this these summer months of 2023, I'm going to say um, Juneteenth was all the way blackly mm-hmm. black for me this year. And it just going to keep getting even blacker. 
Um, I have a wonderful recipe book called The Welcome Table. I don't know who's written it, but shout out to whoever wrote The Welcome Table. And it just, Mm -hmm. it breaks down all of the foods or like the menus when you're planning like events or parties for Black celebrations. And so I have a Juneteenth. I've been waiting to use, I bought this book like maybe 10 years ago. I've been waiting to, um, now that Juneteenth has real significance to um, break this book out um, and just, you know, do some little home party. So yay Juneteenth and um that is cool like a mug I will also say I want to throw out there Arrested Development is cool like a mug I've heard recently um uh one of the the lead members on speech on NPR speech yeah yeah and um yeah man they were just ahead of their time and so they just really were so conscious they made us think about like homelessness and freedom and I used to like Mr. Wendell, the song, just, I don't know, it, it would just make me get quiet and listen in a little bit, you know, and um, <laughs> learn the story of this homeless man, you know, <laughs> yes. you know, have a dollar, you know, no, have two, you know, it means so No, much. no, 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 not no, have two. In fact, no, brother man, have two. It's like the fact that he called this man brother man, it's like, that's right. This man is probably pissy and smells like alcohol. But you said, in fact, no, brother, man, have to. to. It was so touching. I don't know what it was about the 90s and homelessness. Yes. <laughs> we cared so much about homeless people. That like, was a topic. That, she's homeless. She, like, I can't imagine partying. <laughs> and everybody's like, she's homeless. Hey, she's homeless. Right. Like, but that beat, the way the beat would drop, though, and that lot of deed out of that was like, you know, yeah. you couldn't help, you know, out here singing for money. <laughs> like, da, da, dee, da, dee, da. That was like, <laughs> that was the, like, the hottest part of the song. But, um, yeah, man, consciousness yeah. of Arrested Development. So shout out to them. And then I would say um, Lame Like a Mug. Lame Like a Mug for me would be um, this lab-grown meat that they have uh, out <laughs> on the market. I just want to say this whole, like, um, I know there's a conspiracy theory about veganism and like all this unmeat and unfish and mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. of that jazz. I just feel like, Hey, <laughs> if you're going to go plant-based, just eat plants, man. Just eat like fruits and vegetables. Stuff. Right. You don't, have, you don't have to get like bleeding fake chicken or it's beet juice that makes it bleed. And like, if you really want to be that oh, bad, my just eat meat. Um, so wait, but- so what do you mean this bleeding meat? What, like they sell meat that looks like it's yeah. bleeding. Yeah. So for people who want to do cookouts and they want to have fake, they want to have the experience of eating fake meat where when you put it on the grill, you know, it has a little bloody look to it. They've got like um, vegan meat, vegan meat patties that have kind of like a little bloody look to it. So it's like, oh man, I'm eating Ugh. real meat, but it's unmeat. I don't, you, you know, you never know what they're putting in it, but, um, but because people have kind of been, uh, introduced to this whole like not eating meat or, mm-hmm. or eating these fake processed meats then I think the next step would be eating lab-grown meat and being totally fine with that so but that was snuck that is that's something that's um fresh on the market is lab-grown meat and so anyway it's kind of lame like I'm like I just think people should uh I don't know um I think you should just go to Africa eat meat or not <laughs> I think you should buy a ticket it. to the motherland and yeah. those animals over there are not stressed out. They're free. They have lives mm-hmm. and families. They're walking around and um, you can just eat fresh, organic, true organic meat when you travel to Africa. So go back to Africa, y'all. That was my whole point. Absolutely. <laughs> go back to Africa, y'all. Says it's easy. Just get you a ticket to Africa. African gal, right? Just do it. Right. <laughs> just do it. I love it. I've not made my trek yet. So I like to believe I'm... Um, African adjacent. Um, I'm what a lot of people call um RB, um, also known as regular black. So nice. <laughs> and that's saying that my family, as far back as I can trace, is American until, of course, obviously Africa. So um hmm, that that would be great. I've heard a lot of great things about um going back to Africa. And they'd be like, man, when you go there, you just like, it's just a feeling, man. I just it's just a great feeling. I'm like, I would love. It. I mean, I feel like Atlanta is at Africa. <laughs> like Atlanta is like Africa. It's black people everywhere. True. And I so growing up in Atlanta, I thought that black people were everywhere. And right. my grandmother lived in so my mom grew up in California. 
And so my grandmother lived out there for a while. And then she moved here after my granddad passed away. And she kept saying, you know, it's a black doctor over there. You know, they black over there. Black. And I was like, like yeah, because I don't know life without black people. Um, so say, oh, it's like Africa over here. So honestly, I don't know life without a multitude of blackness. So um, that perspective is interesting, but I would love to um, visit the homeland. Um, that was my accent, um, African accent. Thank you, everybody. But I'm bumping. <laughs> It's waiting for you. It's waiting for you, Shannon. Yes. Yes. And I also feel like I am um, African adjacent because I, I teach and I do African West African dance. So um, no, no, I just feel a connection on the dance floor. But I've heard that when you go, it don't matter how much of a connection you feel <laughs> or how many African traditional religions you are, you need to take that pill. <laughs> like somebody's like, like the, um, the what's the pill the um oh malaria, malaria pill oh, yeah i know true. somebody that was like yeah we were gonna we were because you know natural natural black people be like you know we're just gonna like eat some ginger and Don't swallow some stones Don't and they were like that. yeah this little girl got malaria and no mm-hmm. and they she survived but yeah you know. I always, and this is hilarious, um, but sometimes I liken Nigeria to the board game Jumanji because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my code word for, I call it Jumanji, because you just don't know. Like you get there and it'd be like, you know, <clears throat> mosquitoes, killer mosquitoes mm-hmm. that can kill you that are carrying mal- malaria. So you just got to make sure that you take your malaria pills every day. Uh, make sure that you're not drinking anything, any type of like water from off the street, street food um yeah man it's just you know you never know what you so may not encounter. even street food yeah because it's um I mean you can enjoy it but just you know make sure that you carry all of your your little survival if you have like tummy issues like survival kit like Tums and all this other stuff because you just mm. never know how your you know westernized stomach will take the the, the food and the, all of its deliciousness but it's it's you know, made with all of the waters and stuff and everything over there. So you just right. never know. You never know. You never know. Right. And it's a different level of, you know, it's, it's there's nothing, you know, it's I mean, they have like um what do you call those things where the, the restaurants, what's it like a you know, approved I feel like I'm oh, just like going down. International <laughs> approved um something. What I'm just what I'm saying is like for all those people who are like travelers and adventurers, yeah, right, right. Take all your medicines with you because it's because that's real. You don't want to get caught out there and then like um Yeah, you know, man. You have your body flown back to America. <laughs> yeah, right. Arrive alive. <laughs> Right. If you haven't learned anything on this podcast today, <laughs> arrive alive like arrive a mug. Alive. No, no dead, no dead mermaids. If no dead, no dead. If you watch mermaids. that mermaid special on Netflix, no oh, dead mermaids. It. I let me tell you that mermaid special. I was hooked for all of those episodes. Yeah. Um, little bit wanted to be a mermaid after watching, and I was like, no, I don't. So it's just one of those things, but I love it, man. It's really, it's fascinating. And they, they're kind of like another subgroup kind of reminds me of the other cool kids. Are you like, we have this own thing going on. Right. I did feel like the language annoyed me like shallow. What the <laughs> shell is going on up in this fish? Like, That's my <laughs> sister. It's like, oh God, we get it. (laughs) (laughs) Holy moly, man. Bless it. Um, so um, yes, my okay, so cool like a mug, lame like a mug. Um, for this week, um, so I have to say the cool like a mug and lame like a mug are kind of related. Mm -hmm. Um my first cool, so my cool like a mug was is shout out to um, Slow Burn, which is um, a really good podcast, informative podcast, and I listened to one about um, Clarence Thomas, Clarence Uncle Ruckus Thomas, and um, he <laughs> entered like it was such an. In- <laughs> I'm looking at your reaction about Clarence Uncle Ruckus Thomas because he does look like Uncle Ruckus. He does, yeah. Um, but no, so like this podcast is basically how he went from Clarence Thomas to Clarence Uncle Ruckus Thomas. So like he 
like it's just I didn't know much about them because um again I grew up in the 90s but I I was like more of a kid in the 90s I wasn't really like happening until the 2000s so um I remember hearing his name but not hearing things other than like he sucks so um it just follows his well it just talks about his life and how he started and I found it so interesting that he used to be like down like he was like a black nationalist like seriously he had a he kept a Malcolm X poster on his wall like in and he felt like black men shouldn't marry white women just like literally and one of the interesting things that one of the commentators said is that if you can have an experience that can move you so far left then you can definitely have an experience that moves you that far right and that basically is like without going into too much extra detail um that's like what happened to him um he basically just got jaded with the whole capitalism and wanting to prove himself um as a black man um and like he you know he felt a way about affirmative action because he wanted to be accepted for you know being intelligent and he kind of always had this kind of chip on his shoulder but um I don't know it's just really interesting so I look at him in a new light I mean, still fuck him, but like, it's interesting <laughs> knowing how we got to this place. Um, like and my lame, like, the, it's yeah, like go the, ahead. The, the villain, um, the villain mm-hmm. story was like the story of the Joker. It's the villain the story, story like, right? Yeah. How, how the villain, yeah. Creation story. Right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. He's not just a pubic hair guy. He, he was just <laughs> this awkward little weird guy. And I like the whole pubic hair thing. Like, I, I didn't know that whole thing, but I think that was him trying to sound cool and be like, who put this pubic hair on there? <laughs> like, that's something nerds do. Like, it's a but, terrible yeah. joke. That's a terrible, terrible joke. I just, I would love to hear, I would, I need to go back and read because I also was a kid too. And all I remember was the pube on the Coke can and being like, <laughs> ew, you know, like, what is, what is that about? But I'm right. just trying to think of with the whole sexual harassment thing. Mm-hmm. why would you so I'm like isn't the point of sexual harassment to kind of make the person try to be you know attracted to you why would you say something like that <laughs> like, are you trying to were you trying to discuss her like or are you trying to like I think- <laughs> segue into something sexy by like what sexy adjacent like saying something that's close to like, right so I, I think in Terrible. his defense and I, I don't can't believe I'm speaking in his damn defense I think that, you know, when you're nerdy and you don't know what to say. So you're like, uh, yeah, uh, oh, pubic hair. Who put pubic hair here? I really think it was one of those moments. <laughs> oh, and I get the it. Fact, you know what? Right. I get it now. I, I, I think it was now. that. <laughs> See, once you put Boys it in that girls. context, it's like, oh, loser. Because he, he really was like, he was insecure and like, he was in love with this black woman. And she was like, I think she, she broke up with him. She said, Actually, I think he probably is still in love with me, but I would never take him back. It's a whole like it's so complex He's, his life and the, the way time, it is. Because he? he was he, he married was married to a black woman before, and now he's married to a white devil. Like, and I'm really like this lady. <laughs> she's a for real white devil. This lady is like a devil. Like Ooh. she's a horrible white woman. Maybe he's been like sunk in play. Who's he's maybe that's who get out is basically. I think it's story. real. It's the Clarence Thomas story is sunk. It's, it's the, the get it, out. You know yeah. what? Yeah. It's so like my lane like dream. a mug. Exactly. So that's my lane like a mug. This whole affirmative action, um, striking down of the affirmative action is like really. And I think what's even more lame like a mug is that. So I was watching this video where this woman explained so black woman explained so eloquently about how all these other um, minorities got um, affirmative action, not affirmative action. I'm sorry. Got um, reparations for, you know, like the Holocaust people, the Asian people got rep, like, but they had to fight for it, blah, blah, blah. And black people have not gotten it. So, of course, you know, everyone has comments that people are like, well, that's right. Well, you know, they shouldn't blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I get frustrated when I, when we say we need affirmative action and somebody, especially non-Black people, when they say, well, everyone has suffered. And it's like, no, but it's a different kind of, like, I get annoyed when people tell Black people that we don't have a right to want to be compensated for what our ancestors endured 
But then when they're at a Holocaust museum, they're like, oh my God, yeah, never forget. This is so sad. Oh, the Battle of Hiroshima, oh, the whole series. Oh, it's so sad. It was so with us. Come on and get over it, you know? Right. Yeah. 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 And that I think a- they see they see that how magical and great we are and how we uh, can do so much stuff. And they're like, oh, you're okay. You're fine. Look at Clarence Thomas. <laughs> We're like, no, no. So it's just, it's, it's, uh, it's raggedy, the whole affirmative action thing. And we need reparations um, because today's 4th yeah. of July. It's not a real holiday anyway. So, um, <laughs> you know what? But, um, White no. people say goodbye to your cool black friends because they're gone right okay if you your little you know um uh person that you can kind of like feel cool with or maybe have like a tie to the black you know the hood because you know the 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 black kid that you're going to school with is not probably 95 percent from the hood but maybe some of his cousins are so you were Mm -hmm. like close to the hood like five was it seven degrees of separations from the hood (laughs) but now you're not even gonna have him because you know hey took away affirmative action so it's just gonna be just mm-hmm. more of you sitting around campfires and bonfires singing um folk <laughs> songs right but I mean, my answer is and always will be hbcus i'm a i come from a long line of hbcu grads and i attended diller university in new orleans and um it, it's great man hbcus are where it's at um it's a beautiful culture and they care about you um so you know it's one of those things that everybody's like, well, fine. If they don't, if they don't want to work hard for us, then don't send our athletes, which is a thing. They're like, we'll yeah. take your big, handsome, your big bucks <laughs> to <laughs> play football for us. But yeah. anyway, always good you know. to like, that's, I think that's the thing that is kind of, you know, bothers you is like, it's all right. If we're like entertainers and we're like, you know, right. playing sports and singing and dancing and, you know, selling drugs or I don't know, whatever the, the people think that black people do, but like, um, you know, but not good enough to, to really sit next to you and, and, um, or we're taking up space or we're taking up somebody's opportunity, you know, that's just kind of like, I don't know. It kind of makes right. me think of that whole, like, um, that whole, uh, poverty mindset or lack mindset. It's not enough to mm-hmm. go around. It's not enough. And so it's like, mm-hmm. instead of, you know, a kid who's not able to go to Harvard, um, instead of them just kind of like what, what minorities have to do anyway, which is buckle up their bootstraps and still make it and still get into workspaces, regardless of what mm-hmm. school they get into, you know, it's a complaint and it's like, oh, you're not letting me do whatever, or I'm not someone stealing my chance. It's like, nobody can steal what is, you know, you really want in life. If you really want it, right. go get it. That's what everybody right. in America is doing. And so right, and that's what a lot of minorities like, are doing. And it's mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know, it's a little, it's a, little it's, a, it's a sore spot. I really feel for younger generations. I'm, I mean, I'm, I don't have any kids. I'm an auntie, I'm a proud auntie, but it just makes me think of like, my little nieces and nephews, you know, having to really, 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 um, you know, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, they just have to go to the best schools and, and just kind of put it out there. Hopefully, you know, they'll get to right. their choice. Yeah. Right. And then they're acting like, oh, by letting in these black people that they're just let, like there's the school, <laughs> Harvard is not going to let in a kid who barely went to school but right. because they're black, like I won't go to school. All right, cool. Come on in. You're black. Like they're not going to do that. You still have to achieve very high. Yeah. And that's the thing about uh, Clarence Uncle Ruckus. He he is a product of affirmative action. He was very intelligent, but he got all that because he did well. Because they would have been looking over him if they weren't trying to um, have more diversity. So um, I think that's very lame, like a mug. Right. Right. Um, and um, while we're on the subject, last thing about this uh, 4th of July, a lot of the uh, culture people say 4th of July. Um, <laughs> hella days. This is a hella day. <laughs> I've never heard that. Happy hella day. Uh, 4th of July. Um, I think I'm advocating next year for Juneteenth to have some fireworks because I want to see some fireworks and mm. I'm going to be a sellout if I go to this 4th of July thing, because I want to see the fireworks, but like, 
how do I do this? How do I navigate <laughs> wanting to see the fireworks, but then having to walk through a sea of like red, white, and blue. <laughs> and I'm like, I just want to see the fireworks. Like, I'm like, should I wear a June t-shirt or like, should I like walk through the parking lot? with like my fist high like but this holiday for this holiday I just want to see the fireworks like what do you do I think the best fourth of July celebration I went to was in East Point East Point Georgia for people that are not from here is uh, a very black neighborhood well it's a very black neighborhood but it's getting a little uh salt in the pepper (laughs) but um they they had this soulful uh it was like a outdoor, like a little block party ish thing. And they had performers. Um, our good friend Robbie performed and all this stuff. Nice. And it was been they played, it was just such a black time. And everybody, it was fourth of July, but you could tell everybody was there for the vendors and for watching the people dance. And so they could dance alone or right foot just don't and left foot just it was just like a black ass time <laughs> nobody wore red white and blue nobody had flags but we were there for the fireworks and for the show and it felt very affirming to be there with a bunch of people like we know that our ancestors were still enslaved during this holiday we're just here for the fireworks and the food that is hilarious because mm-hmm. um i'm a i'm a i live in the east point area and i, I follow the um East Point Facebook and East Point, they have also like a monthly uh, uh, Wednesday a wind down event where mm-hmm. they I don't know how they got this connection to all these like stars, but they had like the last one had like Silk and <laughs> uh, all of these like R and B legends. Um, one time they had a uh, big boy from Outcast come out. <clears throat> so I mean, they well, do that's where they're thing. from. Mm-hmm. Very true. But anyway, in the Facebook chat with all of our friends who've moved into the neighborhood, they're like, oh. This is how I imagine they're sounding as they're being like, <laughs> I mean, it's nice to hear, you know, R&B, but I mean, are there other genres? I'm like, do you, ooh, do you know what neighborhood you moved into? Chiming in, right, it'll be good to hear some folk music. And Shit. another person, it'll be good to hear some classic rock sometime. And then, you know, there was an ally that was like, hey, guys, you know, we've, you know, spent our entire lives having to, you know, having the the being uh, forward facing and front facing and, and having our music being played at outdoor festivals. It's OK to allow, you know, other music genres to be played. And let's just go to Midtown and do it because <laughs> right. Midtown so is still for us anywhere else. And you can hear folk and classic rock yeah. and all of that. And uh, let me just say shout out to the um allies and the people that are just um, out to the allies. have the wherewithal to know like let me you know what we tripping i love it <laughs> i love them too i love the uh you know the people who really you know listen in on the diversity equity diverse diversity equity inclusion trainings at work when you like mm-hmm. really for real be like listening in and like and uh and learning <laughs> from right. your own mistakes and others mistakes you know, shout out to those allies because that that makes me feel like progress is happening because we all have to look at ourselves and look deep within and figure out why certain things bother us, like why you can hear R&B music, you know, in your front yard and like, why does that bother you? Just close the windows, ma'am, and turn up some hard rock in your house. Like you don't have to shut a whole festival or, you know, outdoor event because you don't want to hear any more R&B music. yes 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 (laughs) um Mm -hmm. i will you know sometimes you know i like to hear the um when i go to the july 4th festivals is the person singing i'm proud to be an american (laughs) and that like soulful like i'm proud Uh to be an american because i need no free you're like man (laughs) what is that white that rapper that rock and roll voice it's not like it's not on any note it's like it's a growl like like you have to like curl your what's that thing there what's that thing in the back of your it's like i feel it curl into a c so i can get that and i think that i think that uh michael mcdonald was supposed to sing that way but he was like no i like soul right so he's like 
but he could very easily go a- I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> He also danced, and he was a little, he had that little soulful white soul sound on it. Yeah. You're like, what is that? Like, <laughs> not saying any word. It's like a. Tell a, me I'm fooling. It's a breathy sound. We're not wide open. Yeah. Yes, well, oh, my on, open. Man, why like, can't he say open? Well, oh, my open. <laughs> like they, but you know, like those are the voices of like they are rock and roll, and you know, they're not. It's just like a voice, I don't know what it's a little foghorn, leghorn mixed with <laughs> like rock and roll. I love it, like yeah, I still enjoy it. Michael McDonald, man. Love it, love him, love him. Yeah. Yamo, be there. We have come to the end of our show, which means it's time for the two minute wrap up where we recap this mug in two minutes. If they and I each get one minute to recap the show, but I mean, we're not going to just recap in true cool kids. I'm sorry, true other kids, cool, other cool kids fashion. We won't recap just <laughs> anyway. We are doing it musical style. All right. That is such an other cool kid thing to do. And every time we get ready to do this, I'm like, why did we say we should do this? You'll hear why. Um, and the re- answer is actually because we're artists and we don't want to box ourselves in. So we allow fate and we use this app called spinthewheel.app um, as our, um, to seal our fate. All right, here we go. We're getting ready to spin it. I'm excited. Wait. Spinning. Oh, wow. what what does that say? Alternative. So not only are we gonna do improvise this recap, but um, we don't have no music. We are going to use our voices, um, to give you some music. Um, Ife is a singer. So she's gonna go first. <laughs> right. All right. Alternative. Oh my goodness. I love alternative music. That's um, you know, that was when it was more stuff on the radio other than hip hop and stuff. They had a little alternative. So I I I am sorry, alternative. Is that like rock? Or yeah, is there a it's different like, version? remember back in the day when people used to wear, I'm sorry, when our friends uh used to wear <laughs> um <laughs> plaid shirts like um Nirvana and they would wear yeah. the plaid shirts and the jeans. It was like okay. ribs. And it was it, the music was a little depressing, just a little bit, but um Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like very like Pearl Jam ish and Alanis Morris. Kind of that same voice. Yeah, wow. but it's a, a, okay. Yeah. A little sad. A little sad. Like, I got it. Got um, it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Grungy. Grunge. Yeah. Got it. Okay. All right, cool. Ding 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 ding. Tell what to do when you're sitting kind of blue when you're the other cool kid without nowhere to live. You're kind of <laughs> looking like a Mr. Window. Asking for a dollar or two, yeah. Tell me, what do you do? What do you do when you're not cool? When you're kind of other? <laughs> when you just lo- a lover of life, but you are black. And they won't let you into the <laughs> university. Hi, university. Thank you. <laughs> that was amazing. I heard a little Alanis so Morissette. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I keep going to university. You got to say it. Okay, uh, it's catchy. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. I uh, I had a lighter in the air. It was, oh thank man, you. I, I felt it. 
<laughs> I felt that one. Yes. Um, oh, only, um, one you know, only one minute. Only one minute. Yeah. So much content, okay. So much rich content. Go, go. So for much it. rich, rich, rich content. Okay. Here we go. Um, ew. okay. Wait, let me get me. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to channel my inner. Oh, um, the brain. Yeah. You know, this song is all for, for the other cool kids. You know, the other cool kids, they go and do funny dances and crazy songs. Might live um, under a bridge somewhere. But let me tell you this. I'm another cool kid. I don't have to be cool. I'm the other cool kid. I'm cool like a motherfucker. Oh, I'm the other cool kid. Cool, cool, cool. I'm the other cool kid. I'm cool like a motherfucker. Where do the words come from? The words that we say. It doesn't really matter. Mr. Window would tell you anyway. Yeah. We continue to walk around and we love to play, but you gotta, 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 gotta understand that black people are here to stay. Oh, I'm the other cool kid. I'm not one of the cool ones. The other cool kid. I'm not the other cool one. I'm the other cool kid. <laughs> I'm like shaking my imaginary locks, you know. What I'm oh saying? yeah, dirty white locks. Oh, <laughs> nice mosh yes. pit, mosh pit going locks. on. Yeah. <laughs> Fun mosh times, locks. yeah. Fun times. I loved it. Oh. I loved it. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I think we might have a history in um making music. We can always if, cut an album. Listen, Look, li- you know what? I listen. Hey, hey, you don't have to tell like me twice. Other cool kids. I'm gonna be right. gonna singing that. This no, no, yeah, but that's the beautiful thing of alternative music from the 90s. It was catchy. Mm-hmm. And um a day me do the place I love. Like we love those voices, like, man. Right. But it's well, like black I'm people. It was great. Like, listen, it was the greatest. And um, it was great being there. And it was great being here. It Ladies is. and gentlemen, that is the end of our show. Woo! Thank you for hanging with us for the first Like a Mug podcast. Um, again, I'm Shannon. And I'm Ife. And we are thankful like a mug for you. Um, please be a real cool kid and follow us on social media. We're on Instagram at, at like a mug podcast. And if you want to send us an email and say, Hey, oh my gosh, that was so great. Please send us a recording of your song because you know, I think that you need to make an album. Yes. Email it to us like a mug podcast at gmail.com. And also, did you like that song at the beginning? The little funky hype song. Guess what? That is by Joey Hendrix. The song is called Get Hyped. And thank you, Joey. We loved it so much. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. And I think I might go try to check out some um, fireworks. I'm just going to wear all black and uh, bring a boom box. Play and say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. You want to come with me? If they, I think we should. I, I kind of feel like we all know what happened to Radio Raheem. And I just... <laughs> Oh so no! Much. I still have to do it live. <laughs> Doggone it! You I guess you're right. I'll just, yeah, alone. Yeah, yeah. I'll stay home and watch it. Doggone it! All right, guys, we're getting ready to get out of here. And in the words of Freddy Krueger, "Never stop dreaming." We'll see y'all next week. Bye.